All right, good to see everybody Thursday night, and we are live. We're still working on our studio right now. You can see we still got just a big black wall behind us. We'll have our LED screen back up shortly. We just got the mounts in because of, you know, how it is with supply lines right now. It takes a little longer than normal or a lot longer than normal, however it may be. But anyway, we're still working on all of that. Exciting times, difficult times, but here's the thing. We just need to stand in faith. That's all you need to do. Your God will supply. My God, the God of the Bible, Yahweh, the mighty God of Israel, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, He will supply all of our needs. It doesn't really matter. There's going to be wars and rumors of wars. These things must come, Jesus said, but they are just the beginnings of sorrow. He said, do not let yourself be troubled. Don't be troubled. Just know the facts and stand in the Word of God. If you don't know Jesus, get to know Him tonight. It's very simple. Just say, Jesus, I receive you as my Lord and my Savior, as the sacrifice, as the propitiation for my sin, and I turn from my sin. Very simple to be a Christian. That's all that it takes. Get yourself involved in a real good church. No matter how long it takes, go from church to church until you find one that didn't cave to COVID or repented of caving to COVID. All right, hopping right in tonight, Jordan Shocktail tweet. I don't want to spend all night in Ukraine. I keep doing that over and over again and then just jamming things in at the end, but it's hard not to. But I'm going to try to rush more through Ukraine so we can cover a couple other topics tonight. Jordan Shocktail, I can't get over how bizarre and revealing the Rubio Newland, Victoria Newland exchange on the Senate floor or in a Senate, Senate conference room was concerning the biolabs, an admission, a cover up uniparty collusion all in one horrific display leave this up for just a minute so if you will watch this video in just a second but it'd be a whole lot easier and i put this out on twitter it would be a whole lot easier to not believe alleged russian propaganda just listen you can't believe everything coming out of russia you can't believe everything coming out of ukraine and you can't believe everything that's coming out of the united states just because you love the u.s doesn't mean that jen Psaki's telling the truth or, or notorious collusion hoaxer, Ukraine impeachment hoaxer, Victoria Nuland, who started basically a revolution in 2014 that caused the deaths of many thousands of Ukrainians. You can't believe the United States either. When you have the Biden regime in charge, you cannot believe them. Are you saying, Tom, if a Republican was in charge, you'd believe everything they were saying? Not necessarily. It would depend on the Republican. But it'd be a whole lot easier to believe right now that the Russians were lying about Americans being involved in bioweapons uh, labs in Ukraine if Americans hadn't been involved with bioweapons labs in Wuhan, China. Remember the Wuhan Institute of Virology? I'm being facetious right now. I know everybody remembers it. Well, that was being, that was being financed by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Anthony Fauci through Peter Daszak, Ralph Barrick in UNC, the PLA, of course, the People's Liberation Army, and of course, the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party, were all funding gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Just came out, of course, that Moderna has had to, well, they didn't publicly admit, they said that their scientists, don't worry, their scientists are looking into the fact that in the original COVID-19, the alpha variant, they found patented, I repeat, patented Moderna material in the original alpha variant of COVID. So it'd be a little, it'd be a little easier not to believe Russian propaganda if the United States 
and probably many other Western countries weren't involved with a P4 level bioweapons lab in Wuhan, China called the Wuhan Institute of Virology where we all know that COVID-19 escaped from, where we all know that COVID-19 was manufactured and somehow released from that lab, whether it was on purpose or not, where we all know that in just a short period of time after it was released, or it was released right in time for the World Military Games, which occurred where we had every military, basically every military on the planet going to Wuhan, China to compete in the World Military Games, where lo and behold, right after that, we have the proliferation of COVID-19 throughout the planet. It's kind of strange that you have the Wuhan Institute of Virology right there, and then every military on the planet showing up in Wuhan, China, and then, lo and behold, we have COVID all over the planet. Funny how that works, isn't it? But it'd be a whole lot easier to believe maybe State Department, United States State Department propaganda that's saying that the United States wasn't involved with bioweapons research inside of Ukraine if they weren't involved with bioweapons research inside of Wuhan, China. Let's watch the video. Got it ready for me, Will? I didn't give you any time to get it ready. Next one up. There you go. Play it. Why has the Pentagon been operating military biolaboratories in 25 countries, bordering on the U.S. Uh, main rivals, Russia, China, and Iran? And why? Bring it back to me. All right, that was the wrong video. Go to the Benny tweet. There you go, right there. Hit it. That's my fault. I was calling for videos. It's got nothing to do with you. That was all on me. All right, Benny, fact. here we go. Fact, the U.S. State Department confirmed. I put this in before the video. The next video up is uh, ignorance, the root and stem of all evil. That's the one we're looking for next. So here we go. The, the U.S. State Department, which is the one you were playing well, it was me, not you. The United States State Department confirmed under oath testimony that there are dangerous bio labs in Ukraine. Now let's look at who confirmed this. The United States State Department has confirmed under oath that there are dangerous bio labs in Ukraine. Got that. Fact, the federal government has a documented paper trail I repeat, a documented paper trail of funding bio labs in Ukraine. Now let's pause right here, leave this up. Now here's the thing, what we need to ask ourselves is this. What, why, would, why would Ukraine have a bio lab in it? Are they doing cancer research? Uh, no. Are they doing some sort, are they trying to maybe solve Ebola or something? Uh, no. They are trying to develop weapons. Therefore, it's the same thing. It's all the the parallel, and this is not a proper word, but the parallel characteristics of both of both COVID and what is going on in Ukraine are actually getting startling. Where you have in COVID a bioweapons lab that nobody calls a bioweapons lab, and now you have Ukraine which has numerous or several bioweapons labs, probably funded by the U.S., just like the COVID bioweapon lab was funded by the U.S. It's funny the parallels in these things. And everybody's in denial about it for now. I would imagine that you will end up getting banned off social media 
if you say that the U.S. funded bioweapons labs in Ukraine because right now the official narrative is is that they didn't. Just like the official narrative at the beginning was that COVID did not come from the bioweapons lab at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, but it came from a bat in the wet market about a mile north of Vietnam, which is about a thousand miles south of Wuhan, China. That was the official narrative. Fact, the federal government is now deleting, here we go again, just like the NIH deleted gain-of-function research off of their website, and nobody calls them out on it. We are, those of us that are part of basically the parallel media, we are calling out, those of you who are watching, we are calling out, and we need to call it out with our votes. The Fed is now deleting documentation of this funding. We need to know more. Now, this is an interesting video right here. This is, uh, uh, what's the, uh, yeah, ig- uh, here it is. I'm all out of order right now. Sorry, everybody. All right. Ignorance, the root of, and stem of all evil video. I don't know how to pronounce this first name, but she's a, it's Diljana something or other, Bulgarian investi- investigative journalist. Here she does. She actually confronts a state, a, par- a state department official. This is a Bulgarian journalist, and she asks how a journalist gets, this is, this is the, the title of the video, how a journalist gets expelled from the U- European Parliament when asking Assistant Secretary of the United States Department of Health a question about bioweapons labs in Ukraine. Play it for me. Why has the Pentagon been operating military biolaboratories in 25 countries, bordering on the U.S. Uh, main rivals, Russia, China, and Iran? And why has the number of deadly outbreaks in all those countries increased dramatically since the start of the military program of the United States in these countries? Um, I will just say unequivocally and undeniably, the U.S. does not have a military biological weapons program. Period. End of statement. Uh, number two, we have been working, and I do know for the Department of Defense, they've been working with partners in parts of the world to ensure that those laboratories, and we train them on how to do diagnostic tests on these diseases, to ensure that they can manage them and also safely secure those pathogens so they're not accessible by terrorists or by criminals who would do ill with them. While all these projects classified information, all these biolaboratories uh, of the Pentagon in 25 countries across the world, why are they classified information? They're, they're not classified. They're openly uh, available to anyone who wants to look at them. No, I tried. Uh, okay, okay, okay. No, this is not true. They're classified think... information. No, no, no. You had why? your chance. It's not an investigation here. I'm very what sorry. What are you talking about? Uh, but of about course, but I will not let you. Threats? Why can't I will talk not about give you the word like this. We, we try to answer your questions, but that's not the place. Case closed. Thank you very much. And there you have the globalists refusing to answer any questions. Simple questions asked by a journalist about the bioweapons labs in the Ukraine, and you've got a grinning, moronic fool from the United States State Department, which runs the exact same propaganda as anybody else. They listen, we need to we need to get this down pat. Just because somebody has United States in front of their name or their title does not mean they're not a bold-faced 
freaking liar. Remember, this man works for the Biden regime. He is nothing but a liar. He's nothing different than Jen Psaki. He's asked very simple questions that he refuses to answer. Speaking of that, here's a very simple question posed by Marco Rubio, who starts off sort of as a good guy and then ends up being a collaborator. Play it for me. Well, um, I only have a minute left. Let me ask you, um, does Ukraine have chemical or biological weapons? Uh, Ukraine has uh, biological research facilities, which, in fact, we are now quite concerned Russian troops, Russian forces may be seeking to uh, gain control of. So we are working with the Ukrainians on how they can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of uh, Russian forces should they approach. I'm sure you're aware that the Russian propaganda groups are already putting out there all kinds of information about how they've uncovered a plot by the Ukrainians to release biological weapons in the country and with NATO's coordination. If there's a biological or chemical weapon incident or, uh, or attack inside of Ukraine, is there any doubt in your mind that 100 percent it would be the Russians that would be behind it? There is no doubt in my mind, Senator, and it is classic Russian uh, technique to blame on the other guy what they're planning to do themselves. No, that's exactly what Victoria Newland does. Oh, Tom, you're pro-Putin. I'm not pro-Putin. Putin is a liar. Victoria Newland is a equal liar. Just because she has the name United States in front of her does not make her righteous. Does not mean you have to defend her. She is a bold-faced liar. She was a, a integral part of the fake faux impeachment of Donald Trump with Donald Trump's call to the very prime minister of Ukraine right now. Voldemar Zelensky. She was a bold-faced liar there. She lied under oath. She is a perjurer and she is a liar. She is asked a very simple question by Marco Rubio, who, by the way, is also an establishment stooge, a globalist stooge. How can you say that, Tom? He says all of these conservative things. Yes, he says a lot of conservative things and does absolutely nothing. Have you ever noticed he does nothing? Why is abortion still around? Marco Rubio has been around for years. Why is abortion still around with Lindsey Graham, Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz, Mitch McConnell? I mean, why is it still around? Mitt Romney. Well, I mean, exactly. These are all allegedly pro-life people. Why is it all around when they've been in the minority, when they've been in the majority, when they've been in the supermajority? Why are we $30 trillion in debt? Because the Republicans and the Democrats got together and just passed another $1.5 trillion spending deal, which sends $14 billion to the Ukraine to do absolutely nothing, but line the pockets of the senators and congressmen and women who actually have business and family business in the Ukraine. Now let's name them. It would be Mitt Romney. It would be Nancy Pelosi. It would be Joe Biden. And I'm missing one or two. But they are all known to have business in Ukraine. Oh, of course, the Clintons, with the Clintons Global Initiative that just got reactivated. These people are liars. So she's asked a very simple question. Do the Ukrainians have bioweapons? They have bioweapons labs. So I think we could assume that the answer to the question would be, uh, we would assume that they do, Senator. But she doesn't. She says, uh, they have bioweapons. They have biolabs. I don't even think she uses the word weapons. 
She has the bio lab. You know, why would they have these labs? They're not trying to cure cancer. Either was the Wuhan Institute of Virology. That was funded by Anthony Fauci. That was funded by Peter Daszak. That was funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. That was funded by the NIH. That was funded by the CCP. That was funded by the PLA. These people are not innocent just because they have United States in front of them. They are bold-faced, treasonous liars. That's who they are. And Victoria Newland is chief among them, one of the most galactically incompetent morons that has ever served in public office, but yet her incompetence gets her promoted because she is a globalist stooge who will do exactly what she's told to do, even if it costs the lives of hundreds of thousands or even possibly millions of people. And you need to know something. Of course, the Russians will run propaganda. The Ukrainians are running propaganda. The Ukrainians are lying every day. They are known as the fourth most corrupt government on the planet. They are the poorest. They are the poorest country in Europe. They are extremely corrupt. They are nothing more than a money laundering operation for the Democratic Party, i.e., of course, Hunter Biden. But Russia, just so you know, they have called for a Security Council meeting at the UN to discuss this and release the information that they have on these bioweapons labs. So you just have to decide who's lying the most and who's telling the truth the most. Oh no, they're Americans, they wouldn't be lying. Really, you don't think Lindsey Graham's a liar? Mitt Romney's a liar? Joe Biden's a liar? Hillary Clinton's a liar? Kamala Harris is a liar? Jen Psaki's a liar? You don't think these people are killers? They're responsible for 60, 40 to 60 million abortions per year. You think, you think that they have any problem sleeping at night, slaughtering the unborn by the tens of millions every year? These are not good people just because they have United States State Department in front of their names. And we used to have a liberal media that would hold them accountable for their lives. We don't have that any longer. It's a sad thing. All right, where on earth are we? Okay, good. Will got me back online. This is how the media used to. This is how the media used to report on the Ukraine. And how long ago is this? Oh, just a couple months ago. This is how the West covered Ukraine before it decided to flip its narrative and get people emotionally charged from Lilani Doubting. Just read some of them. Yeah, The Guardian, that left, obviously a leftist, uh, a leftist media rag. Welcome to Ukraine, the most corrupt nation in Europe. Ukrainian pre- New Europe, Ukrainian president's rule becomes increasingly corrupt and authoritarian. Where is that now, I wonder? I thought they, wait a minute, wait a minute. This can't be right. I thought Ukraine, I thought the Ukraine was the shining city on a democratic hill. We, we're, all, we're supposed to go to global thermal nuclear war because they are such a great democracy, according to Joe Biden, according to Mitt Romney, according to Ted Cruz. We're, spo- we're supposed to go to globe, we're supposed to go to World War III over this beacon of democracy. Well, let's look at this one. Ukrainian President Zelensky deepens alliance with far right, which is always actually far left. Whenever you see far right, that actually means far, re- far, far left because they're talking about actual Ukrainian Nazis, and that would be National uh, 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 Socialist Party, which would be far left. Secret court document exposes state looting and Ukraine. IMF ranks Ukraine as Europe's poorest country. Hate crimes against LGBT people in Ukraine. The attacks have become more and more organized. The Ukrainian comedian turned president is embroiled in Trump's impeachment mess. Bottom one, FPRIBMB Ukraine. Ukraine has more politicians and Pandora papers than any other country in the world. Extremely corrupt. And it was reported that way. But you know what? When you're finding out, according 
to the CDC that from week 14 to week 52 in 2020, the comparison between week 14 and 52, 2020, and the comparison of week 14 to 52, 2021, that you had 197,000 more people die in the age bracket of 30 to 49 in 2021 than you did in 2020. Oh, you gotta have something. Gotta have something to cover that up because somebody caused the death. I want everyone to think about this. This is from the ethical skeptic. I put this up. I put this up on Tuesday, but it's CDC numbers. If you have 197,000 more 30 to 49 year olds die in the United States from 2020 to 2021, and we know what the problem is. We know that what, what did 2020 not have? 2020 did not have the vaccine. 2021 has the vaccine. Where lo and behold, 150,000 more people die in 2021 in the United States of COVID-19 than 2020. Strange how that works too, isn't it? But when you have just in that age bracket, that's not covering zero to 30, and that's not covering from 50 to 80. That's simply covering a one age bracket of 30 to 49, a 19-year span, where you have 197,000 people, more people die than the year before in that simple age bracket, and that doesn't even cover the entire year. That's skipping the first 14 weeks of 2021. So something has, I mean, I wonder how many people have died in Ukraine so far. Has it been 197,000? Don't think so. But you, so they're sitting there, again, it's the same scheme. While they sit there and say, we're gonna try and save 5 million people from dying of COVID, 300 million people starve as a result of their trying to save those 500 million people. Sounds like the Clinton Foundation numbers. Clinton Foundation spends, you know, 15, 15, 20, 30 million dollars to give away $2 million dollars. During their, their response to COVID, while they're trying to save this alleged 5 million people worldwide who died of COVID, four, three to 400 million people starved to death. They have 100 million abortions. It's the same thing here. What they're trying to do is cover their death count. That's in the United States alone, by the way. That's just the United States. 197,000 more deaths. Something's got to cover that up. So <clears throat> what you do is you create this beacon city on a hill called Ukraine and you call it a democracy. We're not just, we're not just 30 days ago. It was the most corrupt country in Europe. The most fourth most corrupt country on the planet. Russia's the seventh. It has Russia beat by three places. Oh, Tom, you're pro Putin. I'm not pro either one. Pro, pro, uh, Vladimir Putin is a world economic forum dictator. Voldemar Zelensky is a world economic forum dictator who has locked up all his political opposition and oppo media. They're in prison, who has let loose of Nazi organizations to torment the Russian population that's in the East. This is very complicated. It's not white hat versus black hat. It's gray hat versus gray hat. And Marines from the United States military don't need to die there. And we also don't need a global thermal nuclear war over two corrupt countries attacking each other or one corrupt country attacking another. It doesn't need to happen. You don't need to take sides because everybody's corrupt. Don't believe me about the World Economic Forum part? Put the next one up for me, Will. Seek for truth. The great reset globalists are playing both sides of the Ukraine conflict. This is reality. It's very important to understand and accept this fact. Otherwise, you will not be able to grasp the events that happen next. Because the World Economic Forum has been pushing vaccines, vaccine passports, hundreds and thousands of people are dying. So you've got to come up with a cover-up. Don't don't go through those yet. Here's Zelensky, just so you know. That's it, perfect. There's Zelensky at the World Economic Forum 
shaking hands with Klaus Schwab, of course, because he is a World Economic Forum IMF stooge. Go to the next pick for me. And I just wanted you to see, of course, there's Putin. Putin was part of the Young Global Leaders Initiative of the World Economic Forum, named by Klaus Schwab, standing there with Klaus Schwab. They are World Economic Forum actors. That's who they are. Now, Putin may be a little bit more nationalistic than others. I don't know. We don't know. But you don't choose sides between World Economic Forum dictators. You simply sit back and you care for the helpless victims, which are the civilians in Ukraine and the civilians in Russia. It's just like those of us in the United States. We're not the bourgeois elite, but we're endlessly victimized by the bourgeois elite. So we need to be there to help those who are being victimized by the bourgeois elite. Who are the bourgeois elite? Zelensky. Multi, multi, multi-millionaire, Vladimir Putin, multi, multi, multi-billionaire, both of them World Economic Forum members, both of them have selfish interests, both of their countries are extremely corrupt, both of them, both of them lock up opposition politicians and oppo media, both of them do that, so you don't choose sides. Again, like I said on Tuesday, it's no different than choosing between Iraq and Iran. Iraq invaded Iran, so you choose the mullahs in Iran and then call them a beacon of freedom and democracy? Absolutely not. All right, go to the next one for me. Jack Posobiec, World Economic Forum. So, oh, here we go. About What are we, about three weeks in? World Economic Forum suddenly decided, as I'm putting my own words in there, to freeze all relations with Russia. Bans Putin from Davos. Well, Davos already happened. How much do you want to bet when Davos happens again next year that Vladimir Putin will be there once again? All right, black, black suit video. Here's Jen Psaki, of course. It doesn't require a military expert to understand why having planes fly from the U.S. airbase, you know, this comes back, back down to the argument. Of course, Mittens Romney's calling for us to supply the Ukraine with jets via through Poland, which is absolute insanity to do that. Would you do that for the mullahs of Iran? Tom, you're equating the two? Yes, I am equating the two. The Ukraine is a very corrupt country. It is not a democracy. That is a leftist lie that so many on the right are afraid to stand up to. Because if they stand up to it, if Ted Cruz stands up to it, and many others, Sean Hannity, Stan, Mark Levin, if they stand up to it and they say, you know what? They actually tell the truth about Ukraine. And that is to say, you know what? Ukraine is not, it is an autocracy. It is not a democracy. It is a dictatorship. It is not a democracy. If you were to say that, they're going to call you, they're going to call you pro-Putin or pro-Russia. Just like if you said, you know what? Masks are completely useless. Here's all the studies. They're completely useless. Oh, you want to kill grandma. It's all the same dynamic and you're banned from all social media. Here's Jen Psaki. Play it for me. What is the hang up? I think it's pretty clear it doesn't require a military expert to understand why having planes fly, fly from a U.S. airbase into a contested uh, part of the, a country where there is a war is not in our interests and not in NATO interests. Perfect ending. I hope you read the words. But Jack Posobiec will put that up for me. NATO hot potato. Love the, love, the, love the rhyme. NATO hot potato. So here you have Jen Psaki says, you know what? It is not in the United States interest to fly jets into Ukraine. Not, not flying them to shoot down Russians, but to fly, down, fly jets into the Ukraine and give them to the Ukraines. But it's perfectly okay. 
You've got to see the parallels with COVID. It's, it's amazing. But it's perfectly okay to fly those jets to Poland in the name of the United States and then fly, have the Polish pilots fly them into the Ukraine. That's perfectly okay. Now, what does that sound like to you? That sounds like it's perfectly okay to walk into a restaurant with your mask on and then you sit down at a table and then you can pull your mask off and that's all perfectly safe. There's no way to actually name the science in any way. There's no way to explain that science, nor is there any way to explain this. It is all the same front. First time pandemic, second time war, all to usher in a global banking digital system all right now to cover up all the deaths that they caused during before during and after COVID. that's what it's all about the, the goal is still the same the goal is revelation 13 16 through 18 that he causes all both small and great rich and poor free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead that is the goal and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of of his name here is wisdom let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast you need to be able to see this unfold right before your very eyes instead of typing another message off the internet pastors and pretending like you never locked down you never masked up you never became a vaccine pimp and whore instead of pretending those things never happened you ought to repent and start to read the book of revelation 13 and 14 and actually turn from your evil ways because that is the goal. Beast one and beast two in Revelation 13 is going to happen. The mark of the beast is going to happen. We as a living church, we can hold this back. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some count slackness, but is long suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance, 2 Peter 3, 9. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief The heavens will disappear with a roar. The elements will be destroyed by fire and the earth and everything in it will be laid bare. We can hold that back if the church stands and actually stops pretending like the church right now, not my church and not the remnant church, but the church globally, and I'm talking about evangelicals, are ushering in the mark of the beast. They're ushering in the beast one and beast two showing up because they refuse to stand and speak truth. There's a lot of Christians maybe even watching this right now. You won't eat, you're too scared to not even wear a mask. You're too scared to actually tell the truth about vaccines. You're too scared to not say that you have to, that you, that you have, to have a vaccine passport to get into your church. You're too afraid to not implement that. You're not gonna take the mark? You might, start, you might wanna start thinking about that. But here you have this. It's the same garbage. It makes absolutely no sense. No sense whatsoever. Oh, you know what? You can be six and a half feet apart, but not six feet. You can't be anywhere close. You can't be any closer than six feet apart. Or COVID spreads. It makes no sense. Neither does this. Well, you don't have to be a military expert to know that it would not be good policy for the United States to send jets into the Ukraine. To, actually, to the Ukrainian pilots, but we'll do the exact same thing via Poland. It's the exact same unexplainable, non-scientific, illogical logic. All right, go to the next one, Wittgenstein tweet. Mario Draghi, from, that's the prime minister of Italy. Here, listen to this humanitarian aid. All Ukrainian refugees who arrive in Italy either agree to get a swab every 48 hours or agree to get vaccinated. Funny how that works, isn't it? 
once again, it heads towards that goal. The goal is to get you marked, distanced, subjugated, and controlled so that the elites can profit off your life, just like the Matrix. It really is just like the Matrix. Now, here comes my favorite part of the show. And right now, this is about four shows in a row that I've been doing this, and I can't resist it because luckily, you know what's funny? As we have all of these problems in Ukraine, and then Joe Biden sends Kamala Harris to Poland. That's kind of strange, isn't it? I mean, you have all these problems in Ukraine, and you send her to Poland. And, and Joe Biden is not going anywhere. Joe Biden has visited the least amount of countries in modern presidential history, covering his first 14 months in office, and comparing that to the other president's first 14 months in office. But here's the Charles Spearing video, and just I'm gonna we're gonna let's just run these in succession, guys. Listen to Kamala Harris, and again, we just have to look and say. This woman is completely out of her element. And in all honesty, she, is, she does not have the wherewithal. She does not have the intelligence to be the vice president of the United States, let alone a wartime vice president of the United States. Play it for me. I am here, standing here on the northern flank, on the eastern flank, talking about what we have in terms of the eastern flank and our NATO allies. And what is at stake at this very moment? What? What did she say? Don't worry, I got it for you right here. Put that tweet up for me. RNC research tweet. Here's what she said. I am here, standing here, on the northern flank, on the eastern flank, talking about what we have in terms of the eastern flank and on our NATO allies and what is at stake at this very moment. What is at stake at this very moment are some of the guiding principles. What? What, what, is, what does that even mean? It means absolutely nothing. I mean, this is the person who's going to decide whether or not we enter a war that could lead to global nuclear war? This is why, Christians, this is why, conservatives, you don't strap masks on your face when people like this, i.e. Anthony Fauci, tell you to do it. Because what happens when you do that? Be not deceived, God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap, Galatians 6, 7. So when you lock down, which does nothing, when you mask, that does nothing, at the orders of federal government, even under Donald Trump, it is all eyes, and those people that were putting those orders in were all status. They weren't actually Donald Trump's ideas, but it's still his fault. He caved. But none of those things work, but you do it anyway. It's again, it's akin to you have a man win, winning the, the Ivy League swim championships right now, and everybody is forced to call him a her. You have to put a mask on knowing that it's ineffective, but you have to say that it's effective. When you sow into corruption, you will reap corruption. Everyone, oh, I hate Biden. I can't stand Kamala Harris. But you would have put a mask on. You pimped and hoard vaccines. You locked your, you locked down. The reason why they're in, the, the reason why they are actually president and vice president is because we had a fraudulent election. How did we end up with a fraudulent election? Because everybody caved to COVID and treated COVID like it was the next coming of the bubonic plague, and nobody could go and vote in person, or it opened up. Uh, Zucker boxes on every corner of every urban center. We have untraceable ballots, non-signature verified ballots all over the place because people couldn't come in to vote in person because of the bubonic plague that was actually 
given credibility by the right. That concept was given credibility by the right, by the Republic. We, you know, we can, we can do this election safe, safely. You just caved. It's a 99.9% survivable virus. Everybody could have come in, non-social distance, non-alcohol gelled, non-masked, non-vaccinated. There weren't any vaccinations at that time. Everybody could easily have done that and you would have had Donald J. Trump elected president again. But because you had Zucker boxes everywhere and all of these mail-in ballots because it was too terrifying to come in and vote in person with a 99.9% survival virus. And again, that's what it was. That's what it's always been. But Christians and conservatives allowed themselves to be manipulated into calling it what it wasn't. Just like you're being manipulated now to call a man a woman. But neither one are true. COVID-19 is not the bubonic plague. It is not an existential threat to human life. And a man is a man. He's not a woman. This is why we have these people in office right now, galactically out of their league. Here's another example. Play it for me. The UN has set up a process by which there will be a review and investigations, and we will, of course, participate as appropriate and necessary. But we all watched the television coverage of just yesterday. That's on top of everything else that we know and don't know yet based on what we've just been able to see. And because we've seen it or not doesn't mean it hasn't happened. But just limited to what we have seen. Pregnant women going for health care, being injured by, I don't know, a missile, a bomb, in an unprovoked, unjustified war, where a powerful country is trying to take over another country, violate its sovereignty, its territorial integrity for the sake of what? Nothing that is justified or provoked? Absolutely, there should be an investigation, and we should all be watching. And I have no question the eyes of the world are on this war and what Russia has done in terms of this aggression and these atrocities. I have no doubt. What on earth is this person doing? Speaking for the United States of America on the edge of a war zone, what on earth is this woman doing there? Again, ushered in by a bunch of caving Christians and conservatives that call things that are not as though they were. This is why you don't do it because when you sow into fraud, you get fraudulently elected Kamala Harris, who is galactically out of her league. She looks like a D-League school board conference speaker going in to talk about gender equity to a bunch of moronic 30-year tenured professors who all believe in exactly what she's saying, and she's getting paid 30 grand to do it. This is what, Tom, this has nothing to do with COVID. Bull freaking crap. When you sow to fraud, you get frauds. Here's her summation of what she said. Nick Short, this is what she just said on the video. We all watched 
the television coverage just yesterday. That's on top of everything else that we know. It's hard to actually read this stuff because it makes no sense. Is she, is she smoking marijuana right before these? We need to ask that question. Is she smoking doobage on Air Force Two? That's on top of everything else that we know and don't know yet based on what we've just been able to see. And because we've seen it or not, doesn't mean it hasn't happened. What? What is that? It makes absolutely no sense. I mean, zero sense. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, listen, what are these other leaders thinking? Like the prime minister of Poland, who's actually a good guy. What is he thinking? He must be thinking, what a clown. What an absolute clown. She has no business speaking for the United States. Impeach Kamala Harris. All right, let's go to the next one. Will, play it for me. Imagine a future. The freight trucks that deliver bread and milk to our grocery store shelves and the buses that take children to school and and parents to work. Imagine all the heavy-duty vehicles that keep our supply lines strong and allow our economy to grow. Imagine that they produced zero emissions. Well, you all imagined it. That's why we're here today. Because we have the ability to see what can be unburdened by what has been, and then to make the possible actually happen. I wanted to ask you about some reporting that my colleague here in Poland noticed. He recently spoke with the mayor of the largest border town who told him that the refugee system is essentially not set up for this, that it will collapse. It's an improvised system that can work for maybe two weeks, but not indefinitely. And I'm wondering what the United States is going to do more specifically to set up a permanent infrastructure And relatedly, is the United States willing to make a specific allocation for Ukrainian refugees? And for President Duda, I wanted to know if you think, and if you asked the United States to specifically accept more refugees. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) A friend in need is a friend indeed. (laughs) Okay, so this time... Madam, the situation. Imagine a future. The freight trucks that deliver bread and milk to our grocery store shelves and the buses that take children to school and and parents to work. Imagine all the heavy duty vehicles that keep our supply lines strong and allow our economy to grow. Imagine that they produced zero emissions. Well, you all imagined it. That's why we're here today. Because what point does the administration say, you know what, the strategy isn't working. We're gonna change strategies. Six former administration officials last week wrote that open letter urging the administration to change course, to change strategy. Is it time? It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. Every day it is time for us to agree that there are things and tools that are available to us to slow this thing down. We must together, work together, to see where we are, where we are headed, where we are going, and our vision for where we should be, but also see it as a moment, yes, to together, 
address the challenges, and to work on the opportunities. Whoo, I'm glad I'm not a Democrat. And speaking of Democrats, here's Representative Maria Salazar from, sadly, from Florida. These are the people, in order to go to war, you have to allegedly go through Congress. These are the people that would actually make that decision. Play it for me, Will. And, and, and do you support a no-fly zone in Ukraine? I, I, I support everything that has to do with punishing Vladimir Putin and helping the Ukrainians. Wouldn't that mean direct conventional warfare with Russia? I don't know what it will mean, but you know freedom is not free. So you don't know what a no-fly zone will mean? I, 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 if you, if you have to shoot down Russian planes, I mean. Of course. So a conventional war with Russia. Listen, thank you. <laughs> what is that? These are the people. These are the people that decide whether or not the United States goes to war. And the reporter asked her, so you are for a no-fly zone. I am for whatever punishes Vladimir Putin. That sound, it's just like COVID. You are for forced vaccination. I am for whatever eradicates the virus, even though it has absolutely nothing to do with the eradication of the virus. She's in favor of it, right? Well, she, then, then she's actually given a point blank question. So you are in favor of shooting down Russian jets. So she, she obfuscates the question first. So you are in favor of kinetic warfare with Russia. No, I'm in favor of anything that punishes Vladimir Putin. Then the, then the reporter asks her, so you're in favor of the United States Air Force shooting down Russian Air Force planes. Oh yes. So she and then and then refuses to actually say whether or not she's in favor of the United States going into kinetic warfare with Russia. Back and forth, back and forth, never actually answers a question, but only spouts the world globalist Democratic Party orthodoxy, which makes no sense, just like all the COVID things they said made no sense. Have a no-fly zone, have a no-fly zone, so you're in favor of shooting down Russian jets. Well, no, no, I'm not in favor of that. But then, then, the, then the reporter asks, so you're in favor of, of, of Americans shooting down Russian jets? Oh, yes, I am. It, they, it makes absolutely no sense. It's all just political propaganda. You're in favor of a vaccine mandate. Oh, yes, because I want to stop transmission. But the, va- the, the, the vaccine doesn't stop transmission. So why have a vaccine mandate? Well, I'm still, I'm still in favor of the, of the vaccine mandate. Masks do absolutely nothing. But then Joe Biden just again expanded for another, I believe it's still the middle of March, middle of April, I believe it's April 18th, the mask mandates on all airplanes in the United States. But, but Joe, masks have been shown in study after study after study after study to do absolutely nothing. Johns Hopkins came out and said all the mitigations, the lockdowns and the masks did absolutely nothing. So why is it that you're forcing masks again? Because we want to keep people safe. But we just showed you they don't keep people safe. Well, we're doing it to keep people safe. So we're going to go go into Ukraine because it's a beacon of democracy. But it's not a democracy. But we're going to go in there because it's a democracy. That's who these people are. They're bold-faced demonic liars. And here's another interesting one. If you ever want to see... The face of absolute, illiterate, stupid, nonsense, demonic sputations from the pit of worm-ridden hell. Then, of course, you've got Nancy Pelosi. Play it for me. Well, I, I had um, last week and this week conversations with the Speaker of the, of the Parliament of Ukraine, and that would, and, and, and correspondence that he sent us and the rest, that has always been one of the things they asked for. But they know that we can't go there. Uh, the, the, Putin is trying to 
bait the trap so that uh, we co- go in, and that's the beginning, could be the beginning of World War III. Uh, Putin, totally irresponsible, using weapons that are not allowed under the Geneva Connect Convention. Putin, who uh, threatens chem- use of chemical weapons, um, nuclear, and the rest. So they know that we can't, but it's the ask. Now, he was, uh, this morning, uh, more... Let's, if we can't have an, if we can't have a no-fly zone, let us have our own, and we need the airplanes to come in. And that is, what that is, is that uh, there are planes that the, that the um, Ukraine pilots are trained on, and these are some of the planes that are in Poland. Poland said that they would do it if America said yes. America said yes, and now they want backfill. That's you know, in other words, if we give these to Ukraine, then we want to. Um, but his this morning he was less on the on the ask for the um, uh, the policy, more on let us do it, help us get the planes. But also there is a school of thought that thinks the anti-aircraft missiles and the rest are a very important way. Myself, when I see that that. Those tanks, that 40 miles of tanks, I'd like to take out those tanks. I mean, I, I think that air, uh, them having more planes might be useful, but that I'm not a, a military str- strategist. All right, Dina Costello, sorry to torture you. I saw your comment on there. Well, my wife saw it. Love you. God bless you. But, I, you know, we're going to shift that tape off to Guantanamo Bay, and we're going to substitute it for waterboarding. <laughs> and try to get confessions from terrorists using that tape of Nancy Pelosi. Now let's play a game on this next one. Here, now they, remember, Nancy Pelosi will decide whether or not 18, 19, 20, I got a Marine sitting right next to me to my right. Whenever you see us switch si- slides, that's a former Marine combat veteran. His name's Will, he's on my staff here. He, this woman and, and Mittens Romney, Willard is his real name, Willard Romney, these are the people that will decide whether or not Marines get sent into harm's way and die. 13, 13 soldiers died at Abbey Gate. Why? Because Joe Biden is galactically incompetent. Because Lloyd Austin is galactically incompetent. Mark Milley is galactically incompetent. CENTCOM Commander McKenzie, all of which knew 12 hours in advance that a Unabomber was coming and did absolutely freaking nothing. And now 13 sets of parents no longer have their children for the rest of their lives. While they, and while their bodies were being flown into the United States, Joe Biden sat on the tarmac and checked his watch. That's who these people are. If you can suck a baby out of a womb, that's eight, nine, 10 months old, one month old, I don't care. If you can suck a baby out of the womb, deliver a baby breech with its little legs kicking and then insert scissors into the back of its skull and suck its brains out and then sell its eyeballs on the open market, you're demonic. That's who these people are and they're gonna be Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, the World Economic Forum, Boris Johnson, Emmanuel Macron, Angela Merkel, Scott Morrison, Dan Andrews, Justin Trudeau, these baby butchering demons, they're going to be the ones that decide whether or not to put your children in our United States military in harm's way. They've already done that. 
Who knows how many they've already killed or gravely wounded using their vaccine mandates. Seeing the, you've seen the Thomas Rents DOD lawsuit. Wait till those numbers are fully vented. Wait. But here's Mittens. Let's count how many times he says MiGs, shall we? Play it for me. He has asked us for aircraft, specifically MiGs. We need to get in those MiGs. It's a bipartisan message. It's not just us. Uh, we had a hearing this morning with the Foreign Relations Committee. Uh, the chairman, Chairman Menendez, said the same thing. Senator Shaheen said the same thing. Democrats are saying the same thing. Send these MiGs. And the question is, well, why aren't they being sent? Because we've heard now for days that this is something that's being discussed. Enough talk. People are dying. Send them the planes that they need. They say they need MiGs. People say, well, maybe that's not the ideal weapon for them. That's what they say they want. They're there. They have the eyes to determine what they want. They want MiGs. Get them the MiGs. As Joni just indicated, some say, well, this might. There you go. What an idiot. What a stupid, stupid, moralist, principleist hack Mitt Romney is. Mitt Romney, if it meant that he would get any airtime whatsoever, would clean out the anal orifice of any Democratic Party politician on the freaking planet using his tongue. I'm telling you, that's, that's what a whore this man is. What a freaking whore Mitt Romney is. Goes and begs and pleads with Donald Trump to endorse his Senate run. Donald Trump does it and then turns on him. And that's after he'd already turned on. He went and, and went to the, to the White House and begged and pleaded and bent over, did anything that he could to get Donald Trump to let him be Secretary of State, didn't get it, was all buddy-buddy before, and then turns on him. And then Donald Trump goes and endorses him anyway after another year or two of Mitt Romney running him down. Mitt Romney is an absolute political whore. He is a wretched human being absolutely wretched he will jump on whatever side he thinks will cause the most people to like him he honest it's so funny to me that whether it's the cheneys or the romneys or the bushes they forget what the what the democrats used to say about them what the liberal media used to say about them do you remember the, the story they ran about mitt romney that he that he left his dog on the roof of the car that Mitt Romney had paid no income taxes, both of which were bold-faced lies. And they don't even, that's, that's, that's just the tip of the iceberg, let alone what they've said about the Cheneys, what they've said about the Bushes. And then these people will do anything. You see, but it's all part of the game because these people are actually in lockstep with one another and are actually good buddies. Mitt Romney is good buddies with Chuck Schumer. They're all in this together. It's, it's, it's basically like I've told you a bunch of times. It's actually just a traveling road show. Well, we've got a few openings at conservative and we've got a few openings at moderate and we've got a few openings at leftist. Which one do you want to be? Well, you know, I'll take the conservative role. I'll take the moderate role. I'll take the leftist role. And they just play parts. And that's all that they do. Well, you know what? Make sure that you say 14 things this week that are moderate. I'll say 12 things that are conservative. You say 17 things that are leftist. And basically, we'll just have this tug of war and accomplish absolutely nothing except our own personal power and our own personal enrichment. 
It's called the Washington establishment. And that's why we have a country that's $30 trillion in debt. Oh, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Mitt Romney, numerous Republicans, Mitch McConnell, who's in lockstep with China. His wife, his wife's family is absolutely immersed with the CCP, doing business with the CCP. And then he votes on legislation having to do with the CCP. 75 members of Congress own stock in Pfizer and then mandate Pfizer products. Over and over and over again, this happens. It's all about their own personal enrichment. You're like, well, no, you know, you have these guys that come out, you know, Ben Sass will say something really incredibly pro-life, but notice he never does anything. That's because he's just fulfilling his role. He's fulfilling, he's playing the role of a conservative. He's got to play that role because you can't simply have, you can't have just liberals up there because those of us who are grassroots, conviction-based conservatives will then rise up and elect a bunch of Donald Trumps. And we'll, we'll elect a bunch of Jim Jordans and Devin Nunez's and Ron Johnson's and it'll turn Washington upside down, which is what has to happen, by the way, because we have to get the players out. We have to get the posers out because they're simply posing. That's all Lindsey Graham and Mitt Romney and Lisa Murkowski and numerous Marco Rubio, simply posers. They're not really conviction-based, principle-based people. They don't believe in conservatism. They just espouse it because that's what, that's what keeps them in their role. If they, because they've taken the conservative role. If they stop being conservative, they'll lose their place. They'll lose, they'll lose their invitations to the Washington elitist cocktail parties. But notice how nothing ever gets done. We own the House, we don't own the House, we own the Senate, we own the Senate and the House, and nothing ever happens because Paul Ryan's there. Paul Ryan, who's married to an extremist leftist woman, he's best friends with many leftists on the Hill, and he gets nothing done because he's just playing the role. It's all, you know, it's basically a giant mirage for the world so that we get caught up in their debates. Look at, look at Paul Ryan attack Nancy Pelosi. No, they're just, they're going to cocktail party right afterwards. Oh, you did a good job today. We're really thinking, but there's a lot of, you know what? Let's do a tension week this week. Republicans and Democrats get together. Let's do a tension week so that all of our base think we're actually fighting. But what we're actually doing is personally enriching ourselves and empowering ourselves. That's what it's truly all about. Now, let's look at this gas, this gas situation that we're in. It's actually the perfect example of what I'm talking about. RNC research video, reporter asked Biden, what can you do about the gas problem? Play it for me. It's going to go up. Can't do much right now. Russia is responsible. Wow, what an awesome president. Can't do much right now. Jack Posobiec tweet. He says he can't do much right now. Well, on February 22nd, Biden halted new oil and gas drilling in the name of climate change. Hmm. Russia invaded Ukraine two days later. Wow, what a, what a little coincidence that is, isn't it? Let's go to the next one. Greg Price video. Biden, it's simply not true that my administration or policies are holding back domestic oil production. Play it for me. Look. Let me be clear about uh, two other points. First, it's simply not true that my administration or policies are holding back domestic energy production. That's simply not true. But on February 22nd, Biden halted new oil and gas drilling. But yet his administration, but don't worry, he's being clear. Here's what Trump had to say about it. Play it for me. One final question. Would he close down the oil industry? It falls. Would you close down the oil industry? By the way, I would transition from the oil industry, yes. Oh, I will transition. It is a big statement because I would stop. Why would you do that? Because the oil industry pollutes significantly. I see. Here's the deal. But that's a big statement. 
Well, if you let me finish the statement, because it has to be replaced by renewable energy over time, over time. And I'd stop giving to the oil industry, I'd stop giving them federal subsidies. He won't give federal subsidies to the, to the gas, excuse me, to, the, to uh, solar and wind. Yeah. Why are we giving it to oil industry? We actually do All give right. it to solar and wind. We and have that's one maybe final the biggest question. statement in terms of business. That's the biggest statement. Okay. Because basically what he's saying question, is he is Mr. going President. to destroy the oil industry. Okay. Will you remember that, Texas? Will you okay. remember that, Pennsylvania, Oklahoma? Vice President Biden, let me give you 10 seconds to respond, Ohio. and then I have to get to the final. So he says, it's simply not true that my administration, Biden says, or policies are holding back domestic energy production, but then he shuts down domestic energy production, shuts down the XL Keystone pipeline, shuts that down. And that's this, this well after that, a full year later, then he shuts down, he halts new oil and gas drilling. But yet he, then he comes out and says, it's simply not true that my administration or policies are holding back domestic energy production. How is it not true when you shut down the XL pipeline, when you shut down domestic oil drilling and new oil production, that your policies are not holding back domestic energy production? It's, I mean, it's, it's, these are, it's even impossible to put in the words. Your actions are a direct contradiction of your words, and your words are a direct contradiction of your actions. There's no other way to explain it. You know, it's always funny too, is this whole thing he says in that, in that clip, the oil industry pollutes. How does the oil industry pollute? I mean, I would like an outline of how the oil industry pollutes. And then what's funny is, is they all go to their electric cars and we're gonna go over this in a second, but just to, just to do like a preview of it, they all act like electricity is the salvation from fossil fuels, not realizing that electricity is made from fossil fuels. So people are like, well, you know what? If I go to an electric car, say right now I spend $500 a month on gas. If I go to an electric car, I'll spend zero money on gas. And they honestly believe that they'll go and that it's an actually 100% gain. You know what? You know, I, I, you know, I, I was spending $500. Now I'm spending zero. But what about your electric bill? <laughs> I mean, what, what, about all the, what about all the other bills that go up? Whenever we switch from fossil fuels to electric, if you're, if you, if you switch, it's like, it's like the Biden economy where he's claiming right now, well, all these people have had a, a, a raise in income, a rise in income. Well, if your income goes up 7%, but inflation goes up 10%, or in some cases, 41%, then how did you get a raise? You didn't. It's the exact same thing. So if you, if you spend $500 a month on gas, but replace it with $500 a month with electric, What's the difference? And by the way, the electric is burning the exact same fossil fuels as your combustion engine is and putting just as much CO2 into the atmosphere. So what's the difference? Again, these people are the same every time. I walk into a restaurant with a mask on, not me personally, never wore a mask, never will. You walk into a, ma into a restaurant with a mask on and, and you have to wear a mask until you sit down. And then when you sit down, you can sit there for hours without a mask on. These people make absolutely no no sense because they are bold-faced liars and lies don't make sense you put that up keystone pipeline versus yeah this is great this th yeah it's, this is a perfect example this is the keystone pipeline look at look at its intrusion upon the environment versus if you lithium which is used in batteries and this is only the tip of the iceberg of what is used in batteries i've got to get up to date on what all is in batteries but this lithium lithium mine look at the difference so again, they make absolutely no sense. Their actions 
contradict their rhetoric and their rhetoric contradicts their actions. Breaking 9-11 video. POTUS, I hate to say that. I always hate to give Biden that title. I'm going to do everything I can to minimize. Here's what, here it is now. Just like grandma killer. It's just like vaccinations are the path out of the pandemic. It's a pandemic of the unvaxxed. Well, here's their latest propaganda. Putin's price hike. Play it for me. Since Putin began his military buildup on Ukrainian borders, just since then, the price of the gas at the pump in America went up 75 cents. And with this action, it's going to go up further. I'm going to do everything I can to minimize Putin's price hike here at home. In coordination with our partners, we've already announced that we're releasing 60 million barrels of oil from our joint oil reserves. Half of that, 30 billion, million, excuse me, is coming from the United States. And we're taking steps to ensure the reliable supply of global energy. We're also going to keep working with every tool at our disposal to protect American families and businesses. Well, Biden, he's always talking about 30 million barrels, 60 million barrels. We bring in hundreds of millions of barrels per day from Russia. And he talks about releasing 30 to 60 million. That's all. It's just, again, it's the same. Tom, I'm sick and tired. He's saying, I don't care. It's the same exact propaganda, just like COVID, where we're going to mail you a $600 check. We're going to mail you a $1,200 check. We're going to release 60 million barrels of, ga- of, of gas, of, of oil from the strategic oil pre- uh, reserve. None of, that, none of that has any impact whatsoever. If you're sitting there and your restaurant has been closed down, your pizzeria in downtown Manhattan has been closed down because of a COVID lockdown and you pay $10,000 a month in rent and they send you a check for 600 bucks, it's the exact same philosophy. You, we need hundreds and hundreds of, of millions of barrels of oil all the time, but Joe Biden is gonna release the amount that will actually last a half a day in the United States and acts like it's a big deal because he depends. It's right out of Hosea chapter four, verse six. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. People have no idea. 30 million, oh, 30 million barrels. Boy, we're all saying that's nothing. It's nothing. That won't last a half a day in the United States. It's nothing. But everybody thinks that it is. Just like COVID, it's nothing. But many people think that it is. Same thing over and over again. It's Ukraine and all the problems that it's causing. This gas, it's not causing the gas shortage. Gas shortage, I'll show you in a minute, was well in place long before Ukraine. It's the exact same, exact same gift. Ukraine and COVID. Ukraine is COVID 2.0. Same propaganda, same fervency. No time for debate. Got to send the MIGs. No time for debate. No time for debate. We've got to jam people full of remdesivir. No time for debate. It's the same mentality. And the same people are buying into it again. And sadly, many people who are on the right side of COVID are on the wrong side of Ukraine. All right, Dan O'Donnell video. Joe, Joe Biden in 2020. Play it for me. Number one, no more subsidies for fossil fuel industry, no more drilling on federal lands, no more drilling, including offshore, no ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period, end. But his policies have no effect on gas prices, right? Here, look at this. Now, he blames everything on Putin. There was when Biden was installed right there. And then you have, look at look where the gas prices went from start to finish. And now they've slightly risen, slightly risen since the Ukraine situation, but it becomes Biden's gas hike. That's, that's their title. Biden's gas, I mean, not Biden's, Putin's gas hike. Because it's a simple propaganda. You know, social distance. Uh, uh, 
together alone. It's all propaganda. It's all bullcrap. Six feet to save a life. 15 days to flatten the curve. It's all lies. But Tom, people are dying. Yes, I know. I know. But that doesn't mean you buy into lies because people are dying. You still stick with the truth. If you go with the lie, you'll cause millions more to die than have to, which is exactly what's happening with the vaccines. Back to gas prices. Here's Peter Ducey. Play it for me. The president's statement blames the Putin price hike. Are you guys just going to start blaming Putin for everything until the midterms? Well, we've seen the price of gas go up at least 75 cents since President Putin lined up troops on the border of Ukraine. And, and last month, the statement didn't mention the Putin price hike. It mentioned inflation because of the pandemic. Why is that? Well, Peter, last year, last two years, there was a pan global pandemic. Everyone who's a global economist have all agreed that that has been the biggest contributor to date of inflation because of the impact on the supply chain. Obviously, global events impact the economy, the global economy, as well as global inflation. And the uh, price hikes as a result that have ex escalated over the course of time of President Putin's further invasion of uh, the impact on the global oil markets are, of course, having an impact. All right, put your graph back up if you can, side by side. You can do it side by side or no? No, you can't do it. All right, there it is. I just wanted to lay this out for you again. Those are bull-faced lies. The prices have been skyrocketing ever since Biden took office. You can bring it back to me. And notice what she does. You can just use two different P words. Two different P words and it's not Saki. The pandemic caused it and now it's Putin caused it. The pandemic caused nothing. It was the response to the pandemic that caused economic collapse. Putin has caused nothing. It's the response to Putin that has caused everything to collapse. It's as simple as that. No, Putin invaded. Putin invaded, folks, because he's been goaded into invading. Yes, he's evil. Yes, Voldemar Zelensky is evil. Voldemar Zelensky is best friends with Justin Trudeau, who's evil. They're all globalist tyrants, all claiming, except for Putin, the mantle of democracy, which is actually a fraudulent title. None of them, none of them are democratic leaders. Not one of them. Justin Trudeau has exemplified the opposite of democratic over the last, obviously the last 60 to 90 days. That's who these people really are. So the pandemic caused the supply line shortage. No, pandemic didn't cause anything. The pandemic wasn't killing so many people that there was nobody to drive trucks, nobody to, to captain ships, nobody to fly planes. No, they were all banned from doing those things by the Democrats and by the global elitists. They caused it all on purpose, just like they're causing the gas shortage or the, the price. The, I don't know if there's really a shortage yet, but the gas price hike that they're calling the, quote, Putin price hike, they're causing it themselves, just like they caused all the problems with COVID themselves. COVID-19 didn't cause one economic problem, never needed to. It was the response to it that did, and it's the exact same thing with Putin. It's the response to Putin that's causing the problems. They goaded Putin into this. Putin's been asking for the same thing for years, and they did exactly the opposite. If they just would have done nothing, Putin wouldn't have invaded Ukraine, but they kept goading him, and they kept threatening him with, with, with Ukraine uh, and mission into NATO. They, they did it on purpose. Victoria Newland has been goading Putin for years because this is what Victoria Newland wants. This is what Klaus Schwab wants. 
They want this. They want to run Putin into the arms of China. China is already in the arms of the World Economic Forum. Putin is already in the arms of the World Economic Forum. They want to centralize power in Davos, Switzerland. That's what, well, you'll own nothing and be happy. Well, you know what? Here's your fossil fuel allotment for the month, which by the way is zero. Because you know what? They want you to look just like a third world country where everybody's pedaling to work, not driving to work. All right, let's go to the next one. Benny video, play it for me. You may have noticed this week that your gas prices have gone up. I want to talk to you a little bit about why. A lot of it has to do with Vladimir Putin. The reality is that Russia is one of the three largest oil producers in the world. And the fact that they have started this conflict, invaded a foreign country, and they are such a big producer of oil in the world, is the reason why the global oil markets are disturbed right now and why your gas prices are going up. Absolute bull-faced lies. Just like everything else they say, there's cut prices. Everybody knows it. All of us know it who put gas in cars regularly, which Jen Psaki doesn't. Jen Psaki is in a limousine every day. Kamala Harris, Joe Biden is in a limousine every day. Pete Buttigieg is in a limousine every day. They don't put gas in cars. They, a lot of these politicians, if you actually put them in real life scenarios, like actually having to walk through Walmart, they have no idea what they're doing whatsoever. They don't know about real life at all. Because they live in the Washington elitist establishment bubble and they stay there for years, rising, falling, rising, falling, and gaining wealth. That's what they do. They have absolutely no idea what they're talking about, but she even does. She knows she's bold-faced lying because she was questioned about this like Peter Ducey said. Why is it that you were naming inflation as the problem for gas a month ago, but now suddenly it's Putin that's the problem? Because it's whatever it is that deflects from the actual person or persons or regimes that are causing all the problems. Deflect it to somebody else like they always do. All right, play the next one for me. What specifically can you point to that has worked to bring down inflation? Well, uh, there are a number of steps we've taken. If you've seen, if you compare month to month, we've seen inflationary pressure or inflationary numbers go down month to month. So she says inflationary numbers are going down month to month. Well, this is, the un- this is from Unusual Whales. That was an Unusual Whales video. This is the Unusual Whales, uh, Whales tweet where he explains the video. So she says that inflation is, go- is going down month to month. Well, let's look. I focus on data, he says. So it is important that the right information goes out. Saki from the White House has said month to month inflation numbers have gone down. This is false. Now, she just said, leave this up. She just said, Inflation is going down month to month. Well, let's look, shall we? August, 5.3. Now, September's 5.4. Is that down? So did she boldface lie? Yeah. So 5.4 in September to 6.2 in October to 6.8 in November. Now, I, I, I don't see it going down. Do you? But she just said, notice the conviction that she uses. No, notice, the, notice the haughty, haughty, haughty tone in her voice that she uses and she said no no actually what's happening is is inflation is going down from month to month month supposing that nobody will actually nobody will actually look look at it because she's she's so condescending and arrogant she really believes nobody's going to look into it well we we here at the tlp we will look into it so october 6.2 and november 6.8 that's not going down and then from november december 6.8 to 7 percent, that's not going down and now from, now from December to January, it's 7.9%, and I believe, I mean 7.5, and now I believe it's 7.9%, the highest in recorded history over the last 40 years. 
But yet that's what she puts out and nobody checks on it. And again, this is why you do not strap masks on your face, causing a fraudulent election to put these idiots into office. And yes, they're idiots. Tom Cotton tweet, the price of gas increased by 75% since Biden became president. Not since Putin, not since Putin put his troops on the border of Ukraine, not since he massed his troops on the border of Ukraine, since Biden has become president, before Biden blocked oil imports from Russia. 75% before he actually blocked the oil uh, imports from Russia. Biden's anti-energy policies are crushing American families and it's on purpose because he is, he's already bought and paid for. When you get a $1.5 billion check from the CCP-controlled bank, you don't need to worry about money again. When you receive $3.5 million from the wife of the mayor of Moscow, you don't need to worry about money again. If you're Hunter Biden's father and he's getting paid $80,000 a month from, a, from an oil and gas company called Burisma in the Ukraine, and then you're Joe Biden and you go get the prosecutor fired who's actually prosecuting that company or looking into that company, you get them fired by holding a billion dollars as ransom over the heads of the Ukrainian government, which was the president prior to Zelensky. You're corrupt. You're long since bought off. He doesn't care about price. He, he will get all he needs from the World Economic Forum because he will be one of the chosen elites. You, however, will not be. I, however, will not be. Hence the reason we need to stand our ground and never give these people an inch. Rebecca Bolhaus tweet, the White House unsuccessfully tried to arrange calls. This is so funny. Let me, before I read this, let me just put this in your head. Did you ever see one time in the four years, you can leave this up, you can just side by side. Did you ever see one time in the history of Donald Trump was president, 2017, 18, 19, and 20? In those four years, did you ever see a report ever in your life of a international leader, of, of a prime minister, of a president, or any State Department official, or anybody else from any other country reject his phone calls? I mean, I want you to think about the president of the United States is having his phone calls rejected by foreign leaders. The White House unsuccessfully tried to arrange calls. You think that would have happened with Donald J. Trump? I don't think so. It's not a matter of not even thinking so. It would never happen. It never did happen. Calls between Biden and the de facto leaders of Saudi Arabia and UAE on countering Russia and containing a, sur a surge in oil prices. Both leaders spoke to Putin last week after declining to speak to Biden. That's who's president of the United States. That would never have happened under Donald Trump. As a matter of fact, I don't remember that ever happening in my lifetime until now. And I believe that it was the same thing with North Korea, with Kim Jong-un. He refuses all of Biden's calls. So that's at least three that I'm aware of right now, refusing to answer his calls. You want to know about motivations? Here they are. Remember now, Biden is sitting there. You leave this up. Biden is sitting there right now trying to get Saudi Arabia to answer his calls so that they will up, his oil, his, uh, up their oil production so that our prices don't go through the roof. But Saudi Arabia is ignoring his calls and talking to Putin, but yet it doesn't stop Biden from bending over even more. Just as Biden is talking about meeting with Saudi, with Saudi Arabia to increase oil production, are you paying attention yet? Just in Guantanamo de detainee called 20th hijacker of 9-11, sent home by the Biden administration, will get mental health treatment. So he's trying to buy off having Saudi, he's trying to get Saudi Arabia to answer his phone calls. So in order to get Saudi Arabia to answer his phone calls, 
he actually releases a Saudi, Saudi, Arabia, Saudi Arabian sponsored terrorist from Saudi Arabia and releases them back home from Guantanamo Bay to buy off, to try to buy the Saudis into producing more oil. That's who's president of the United States right now. America Rising video, this is, this is a little bit older, but this shows you the attitude. This is all this from just a couple months ago. But this shows you the attitude. This is Senate uh, Energy Secretary Jen Granholm. Play it for me. Let me cut to it, if I may. In Sturgis, Michigan, it is $2.89 a gallon. I guess that's better than in California. What is the Granholm plan to increase oil production in America? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that is hilarious. Would that I had the magic wand on this. As you know, of course, uh, oil is a global market. It is controlled by a cartel. That cartel is called OPEC. And they made a decision yesterday that they were not going to increase beyond what they were already planning. So she just laughs, just like Kamala. And here's her other solution. Play it for me. Obviously, we have the acute issues with the Colonial Pipeline ransomware attack, but looking more holistically in a macro view, how does this speed up the efforts at DOE to move in more of a renewable direction since this is going to have an impact on people at the pump? Yeah, I mean, we obviously are all in on making sure that we meet the president's goals of getting to 100% clean electricity by 2035 and uh, net zero carbon emissions by 2050. And, um, you know, if you drive an electric car, this would not be affecting you, clearly. Uh so if you have an electric car, this won't be affecting you. Uh, the funny thing first is she wants to get to where we're not burning any fossil fuels for all of the electricity in the United States in 13 years. That's what, that's what she wants to accomplish. That could never in a million years happen, and she knows it. But she'll be glad to bankrupt you in order to propagate that lie over and over again so that she gets reelected, so that her friends and her family, who are probably deeply immersed in the green energy market themselves, probably also in fossil fuels, they personally get rich while she laughs. And then she says, if you have, if you have an electric car, this wouldn't be a problem for you. These gas prices wouldn't be a problem whatsoever for you. Where Ian uh, Hayworth broke it down for me. Go to that tweet well there you go in seven years you'd save here it is in seven years you'd say oh i gotta read the bottom first pete Buttigieg, secretary of transportation wants people to to simply buy an electric car that'll solve all your problems even though electric cars are charged by electricity which is made by fossil fuels which makes no sense whatsoever but i, I digress Pete Buttigieg wants people to simply buy an electric car so they don't have to worry about rising gas prices. Funny how he says that, first of all. So you honestly think that if you own an electric car, which, which its electricity is made by fossil fuels, you'll never have to worry about fossil fuel prices again? I mean, how can these people, how does anybody think that simplistically? How do you not think anywhere past your own nose? And then so Ian Hayworth puts it in this way. So Pete Buttigieg says, simply buy an electric car. If you're worried about gas prices, buy an electric car. Well, okay, let's look how feasible that is. In seven years, you'd save $4,700 and get, wow, seven years. Seven years to make four grand. Woo, that's some serious savings, isn't it? That's $670 a year. The average electric car costs $56,437. So in just 84 years, you'll make your money back. That's the Democratic Party. That's the party of, of Davos. That's the World Economic Forum logic 
for you. Not for them, but for you because they'll still have their private Learjets. They'll still have their fossil fuel fueled limousines. They'll still have that, but you'll own nothing and be happy. John Cooper video, first it's transitory, explaining inflation. Play it for me. And of course, this inflation news is going to be tough for the administration. Nothing, Joe, nothing has been more politicized than inflation. Just let's harken back to all the things we've been through. First, it was transitory. Then inflation is good. Then we went to corporate greed. Now we're at Putin. They, it's exactly right. Now we're at Putin. Whatever it takes to justify. And they're not just justifying. It's just like it's not hypocrisy, it's hierarchy. They're not just justifying. They're actually camouflaging that which they are doing on purpose. Supply line shortages are on purpose. It's coming out of the party of Davos, which Joe Biden and the Democratic Party are hand puppets and many Republicans are hand puppets for Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. These things are on purpose. Skyrocketing gas prices are on purpose. You're like, well, nobody's trying to buy oil from Venezuela right now. That's only camouflage. That's just so he can say that he's doing something. He's playing the role, as I explained earlier. Breaking 9-11 video. Watch CNN reporter says Americans are okay paying high gas prices. Here's, now you have, you have the actual party which is Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and then you have their Goebbels status media that will then espouse their party line. Here it is. Play it for me. Kate, but as you mentioned, people we've spoken to over the last couple weeks, they're okay paying higher prices if it means holding Russia accountable for what they are doing in Ukraine. But these prices are likely going to creep higher, Kate. We'll see how they feel in the next week or so. Kate? Yeah, and the big question, the big unknown is, do any of these moves change Putin's behavior? Change. Well, let's look at actual interviews. That's what CNN says people say. Well, let's look at actual interviews. Play it for me, Will. If you could choose to have Joe Biden or Donald Trump in office looking at that $4 and 19 gallon of gas price, who would you have in office? Trump. Trump going to make us get there. Trump going to keep us some money in our pockets because Biden ain't getting us no money right now. We are going broke. So, Trump, I'm your supporter, man. <laughs> I would choose Donald Trump. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm not going to get into that. Oh, uh, to be honest. It'd probably be Trump. Um, I mean, uh, Donald Trump, I mean, more is more, more, more better for. Better? Oh, I would still choose Biden. Still choose Biden? Yeah. How come? Um, there was a lot that Trump did that I didn't agree with. And um, gas prices suck, but I don't think that the gas situation always directly relates to the president. I kind of wish, you know, Biden would step up to the plate a little more, you know. I feel like when Trump was in office, the economy was flourishing. Look at the economy now. Under Donald Trump, gas was a lot cheaper. If you yeah. could choose between Trump or Biden in office right now, who would you choose? Biden, of course. I, I'm socially extremely liberal, and I think Biden has that social aspect, especially with the LGBTQ generation that you know we're all growing up with. I really like Biden's policies on that. Um, so I do. I think it's worth it to have a socially liberal president in power. Oh, no, man. Trump did some pretty wild stuff, man. <laughs> I'll probably still go with Biden. Still Biden? Yeah, man. Trump kind of wild, man. Do you Joe think Biden. Joe Biden's to blame for the rising gas prices? No, nah, the war is, man. The war in yeah, Ukraine? Yeah. Russia, Putin? Yeah, Ru yeah, Russia. How is Russia affecting the gas prices? I don't want to talk to more. Of course, once you're actually confronted with, you know what, explain what you believe, 
And what you believe makes absolutely no sense. You walk away and say you don't want to talk anymore. Let me close with the border tonight. Bill Malugin tweet. New per DHS source since October 1st, Border Patrol's Rio Grande Valley sector alone has seen 211,882 migrant encounters. Just a small increase of 92%, a 92% increase over the same time last year. Joe Biden is president. 3,781 unaccompanied kids who they claim to love so much that all those kids right now, don't worry, they're not in uh, chain link fence cages anymore. They're actually in plastic cages where you can get no air in whatsoever. 300, I mean, 30,781 unaccompanied kids, a 185% increase. This sounds like the DOD. This actually sounds like the DOD vaccine lawsuit. 300% increase here. 300% increase there. Heart attacks in, in the military. 300% increase from 2020 to 2021. Sounds just like it's the Joe Biden way. Six, 67,185 family units. 206% increase when you compare October of 2021 versus October of 2020. This is why you don't strap masks on your face and lock down your businesses. You end up with these galactic, fraudulent idiots in charge. Daniel Horowitz video. No, these are not Russian soldiers. You can actually side by side this if you want. If you can, Daniel Horowitz video. No, these are not Russian soldiers that you're seeing. They are cartel foot soldiers invading a ranch in Kenny County, Texas, and headed for a city near you. Go to the Benny tweet for me. But what are we doing? So you have an invasion on our southern border, but here's what Mitchie McConnell, there's Rick Scott, Senator from sadly from Florida, right behind him, $14 billion. None of these idiots would give $4 billion to Trump's wall to stop that, do that side. Can you put that video up one more time, that side by side of the, uh, the, the, uh, the invasion and the there right there none of them would none of them would give four billion dollars for trump's wall he had to go and get it out of the dod none of them not a republican some republicans but not many republicans and not well not enough republicans and and definitely none no democrats would build a wall whatsoever wouldn't wouldn't give any financing to a wall whatsoever but now go back to the back to the tweet for me 14 billion to protect the border of ukraine nothing for the united states but 14 billion for the Ukraine. But Republican, but Republicans refused to pass 4 billion for Trump's wall to protect the border of America because it was too expensive. Call your GOP rep now and ask why they care more about Ukrainians than you and your children. I ask Rick Scott right now. I ask Marco Rubio right now. Those are my two senators. Why is it that you're perfectly fine with 14 billion dollars? for the for the border of ukraine and zero dollars for the border of the united states you know why because you're afraid of being called a racist in other words you are a spineless worm who is not really a republican you're not really a conservative you're just playing a role and enriching yourself and empowering yourself you don't operate by conviction you don't operate by principle you operate by political expediency that enriches you yourself personally. That's what it's all about. It really is. And we need to get all of these people out. Back here, Saturday night, 
10.30, everybody. Love you all. Thanks for watching. If you are on Rumble, share, share, share. Facebook probably won't let you share. Black Robe was down tonight. We apologize. We're doing some upgrades and some fixing, trying to make it perfect. So hopefully it'll be perfect very, very soon. We'll let you know when it's back up. But I love you all back here Saturday night, 10.30. God bless you all. Lots of other churches are closing. They're done. And I'm talking about even churches that were small mitigators. You know what? You come in, we're, we're keeping our church open, but make sure everybody sits six feet apart. Make sure that you've got alcohol gel on. You can mask if you want. You can do what you just feel comfortable. Bring your own lawn chair. Sit in your COVID clumps, but we're actually open. It's absolute insanity. We are never going to be involved in any of that garbage ever. The thing is, we're never going to close. We never will. That's the way that it is. I don't care who the governor is of Florida. I don't care who the president is of the United States. The Constitution says we have freedom of religion, freedom to assemble, and we will stand. We will stand. Period. Always. We will stand. We will not. And this is what happens when you do stand and you implement the Word of God. sowing seed into the southern outpost of freedom. There is no other church like this one. Thank you, Lord, and thank you, Lord, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Praise you, Lord, for this building in Jesus' mighty name. Check out our new TLP trucker hat. When you give $25 or more to the podcast, we will ship one out to you. Thank you for investing in the program, and we look forward to you tuning in next time.